with David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here is David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. On this episode, we're focusing on measuring success. The devil will have us thinking that the measure of success in ministry is to have a large following, great numbers, luring us to say and do whatever we need to to draw a crowd, a multitude. Yet in Scripture, the multitude that followed Jesus did not seem to pursue him for truth, for a genuine changed life. They pursued him for his miracles and how he could make life easier. Have you noticed the multitude gathered for the miracles, yet they did not gather at the foot of the cross when he bled and died for our sins? In the end, the multitude deserted him. Even his disciples abandoned him when it became too heavy on the night Jesus was arrested. Listen to Matthew 26, verses 55 and 56. In that hour, Jesus said to the multitudes, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple, and you did not seize me. But all this was done that scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. This sparks a question in my heart. What am I doing to prepare for when things get heavy in our day, in our generation? I know 2020 has been filled with challenges, yet we've not suffered to the degree the apostles have. As preachers of the gospel, may we never make it our aim to achieve popularity with man or to have a special media following that rivals a celebrity. When we preach Jesus as the only way, the only truth, and the only life, that salvation is found only in him, that I must die to self and follow him wholeheartedly, that I must stand for righteousness and in opposition to sin, I will not be popular, we will not be popular. This does not mean churches will not or should not grow in number. This is confirmed in the book of Acts chapter 2. Verse 41 says, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. Verses 46 and 47 says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. 
When we preach the gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit, God brings results. He is still saving souls today. When we attempt success in the natural, seeking popularity through our efforts, we may draw a crowd because we're inspirational, yet it will not result in salvation and transformed lives. Yes, there will be those who turn away from the truth, from anointed preaching and teaching. There were those who walked away from Jesus. Yet there will be those, like the good soil in the parable of the sower, who, as it says in Luke 8:15, but the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart, and hold it fast, and bear fruit with perseverance. This is the reason we fight the good fight and stand firm in the ministry in challenging times. God is faithful to his word. I've come to understand that large numbers do not always signify God's favor, and I've also come to understand that small numbers don't always signify a dead and lifeless church. Remember, God looks at the heart. We know this because there are large churches who teach false doctrine today. As I consider our focus, should I be using the word success? I think of when Abraham sent out his eldest servant to go to his home country amongst his relatives to find a wife for his son Isaac in Genesis 24. In verse 12, his servant prays, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show loving kindness to my master Abraham. From our vantage point, success is walking in total obedience before the Lord, denying my flesh and doing his will, with a willing heart in true humility. As a result, God pours out his favor and blessing. Listen to what it says in Proverbs chapter 8, verses 32 through 35. Now therefore listen to me, my children, for blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not disdain it. Blessed is a man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. The world's view of success is found in money, material things, power, fame, everything that feeds the flesh, leading to self-gratification, self-importance, and pride. When God brings success, when he brings his favor into our lives, it brings humility, gratitude, and an unquenchable desire to praise him and lift up the name of Jesus. I think of David's response to the words spoken to him through the prophet Nathan in 2 Samuel chapter 7. Here's what it says in verses 18 through 22. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet this was a small thing in your sight, O Lord God. And you have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come. Is this the manner of man, O Lord God? Now what more can David say to you? For you, Lord God, know your servant. For your word's sake and according to your own heart, you have done all these great things to make your servant know them. Therefore, you are great, O Lord God, for there is none like you, nor is there any God beside you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. You can sense King David's humility, gratitude, and his desire to lift up the name of the Lord in response to God's favor. When we embrace God's measure of success in our lives, the spirit of competition, jealousy, superiority are all removed, along with the pressure to please man rather than pleasing God. We have a greater 
sense of joy, contentment, and soul satisfaction. When we adopt God's measure of success, His will is accomplished, His plan thrives, and His church makes an eternal impact in the world for His glory. We are living in a time where it's crucial that we live and serve, applying God's measure of success in genuine humility and willing obedience. See, applying a worldly measure or man's measure of success is a sure path to failure, and worse yet, it misleads people, bringing confusion as to to what it truly means to be a follower of Jesus. Within the confines of God's measure of success, we understand there are times that he will lead us to do things that are unpopular with men. He will lead us to take time to go out and minister to one in a world that pushes the idea that large numbers or massive followings is the only measure of success. We also learn in this world of constant busyness and exhausting activity, in order to maintain success according to God's measure, Jesus will call us to himself, up the mountain to pray, alone, to detach from the demands of life and ministry, to pause, to rest, to refresh, and to be recharged, equipped for all he has called and qualified you to accomplish for his glory. Father, we thank you today that your measure of success is far different from man's. It brings contentment, peace, joy, and great effectiveness as we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We pray for every servant of God listening. We pray you'd minister to them, bless them, encourage them, help us to walk through these challenging times with our feet firmly planted on the word of God. We praise you and thank you for all you're doing and all you're going to do. Thank you, Lord, that you are on the throne and that you are in control of all the affairs of man. We trust you with all of our hearts. Help us to remain faithful to your calling in our lives. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart.